Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. Today is all about speaking about our faith. I am sitting here in Nina, Wisconsin. Thank you, everyone who prayed for me. I had a beautiful drive up here yesterday. I'm going to be speaking to about a hundred catechesis people, people that are trying to pass on the faith through schooling, through evangelization. And as we look at what today is, it is the memorial of St. Matthew, apostle and evangelist. So I want to read a little bit of the Bible verse. I want to talk to you about a Dr. Taylor Marshall event that I went to last night, which was aligned with the same topic on how we can talk to others, non-Catholics, about our faith. So first, let's go to the word, Ephesians 4, 1 through 7 and 11 through 13. Brothers and sisters, I, a prisoner for the Lord, urge you to live in a manner worthy of the call you have received, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another through love, striving to persevere the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace, one body and one Spirit, as you were also called to the one hope of your call, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. But grace was given to each of us according to the measure of Christ's gift. And he gave some as apostles, others as prophets, others as evangelists, others as pastors and teachers to equip the holy ones for the work of ministry, for building up the body of Christ until we all attain to the unity of faith and knowledge of the Son of God, to mature manhood, to the extent of the full stature of Christ. We're called people. We need to live in the manner worthy of the call we have received. And that means get on out there, but do it in your way. Do it with the gifts that God gave you. What are your charisms? You might be sitting here listening to me and saying, yeah, Kendra, that's great. You've got a ministry. You're okay. You're an extrovert. You can get out there and talk about it. No way. That's a bunch of bunk. I couldn't talk about my sins until I prayed, until I allowed God into my heart to open my heart and to just detach from what other people thought of me. That was something that I didn't do. That was God. 
So I wasn't running out there. If y'all remember back in the beginning of my ministry, I said that I didn't (laughs) tell you all my sins on purpose because I thought you would all be judging me. Okay, let's go back to evangelizing and sharing our faith. I'm going to share with you a couple of the things that I heard on Dr. Taylor Marshall last night, which again was a webinar to help us talk to non-Catholics. I look at it the same way as when we talk to our kids or young adults or even adults. Let's be honest, everyone. I myself as a 42-year-old had no clue what the Catholic faith was, and I was a confirmed Catholic. Okay, a couple things that he says, you know, why, why do we need to learn? He gives us seven reasons, and I want to share those. Number one, it's evangelizing other people. That's why we need to learn theology. We need to understand the Bible. We need to understand the teachings, maybe the catechism itself. Number two, biblically literate. Be literate in God's word. The ignorance of scripture is ignorance of God. Number three, form a proper worldview. This means in our families, looking outside of our lives, right? The politics, morality, culture, looking at everything through a Catholic lens. Number four, enriching your prayer life. Number five, to avoid sin. Number six, sense of progress. So that's what the journey is about. We want to continue to prog- to progress to progress, to progress, to what am I talking about here? (laughs) You want to make progress in your life. I was kind of like a half Canadian there. Very funny. And that's what the walk is all about. We always want to do better. And then last but not least, number seven, find and maintain peace always, even in your trials. Okay. And then he goes into, now this is where I was, I didn't really agree. You know, he's basically saying, here's other things that you need to get. Get yourself a good Catholic Bible. He mentioned the Dewey Rames Bible, a Clementine Bible, the Greek New Testament. I just say go to usccb.org and use what's online. (laughs) Get the Baltimore Catechism. Read it from cover to cover, he says. Get it for the one for First Communion. Yes, that's different than the Vatican II Catechism that you're probably all doing with Father Mike right now. But... I've heard from Patrick Madrid as well that the Baltimore Catechism is just fabulous. Just fabulous. And it's so easy to read. So do it. Okay, then it says, get yourself access to all the church fathers, coast to coast. Read all about them. Do the Summa Theologiae, the Thomas, St. Thomas Aquinas. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. Read all the papal documents and council documents Have a plan of life, which I totally agree, and then make sure that you have a Catholic friend for encouragement. Now, these, that's pretty lofty, and I don't think that that's necessary. I think you need to have the basics, okay? You need to understand why we believe what we believe with the the biggest hitters in the world, right? Abortion, the, you know, sex outside of marriage, homosexuality transgenderism. All of these things are, they're not overwhelming. You don't need to know the whole catechism, people. Again, I'm not Dr. Taylor Marshall. I don't have numbers behind my numbers, sorry, letters behind my name, but I do know how to speak and share from the heart. 
And that is what people need. That is what people are seeking, is that connection, that emotion. Remember the mirror neuron. When we watch something, even if it's a movie, think about when we cry or when we have empathy with that person, that is how it is with life. So when we're teaching people about the faith, it's best to do it in stories. That's why back in the day, most people couldn't read and the stained glass windows were the stories that passed on the faith. That's why I look at this, you know, Dr. Taylor Marshall stuff as a whole bunch of studying. And that's good because you can't give what you don't have. If you don't know the Bible and you don't know some key stories in the Bible, then you're kind of going to be storyless. Let's just say that. And when I think about catechizing, I don't want everyone to look at it like a teacher-student type of thing. I want people to look at it like a relationship. Like if you are a man or a woman as a catechism teacher, then you become that spiritual mother or father to these children, whatever age they are, even if they're up to like 40-something years old. These kids don't know the love of God. They haven't. That's why they're there. They don't know the faith. Who knows if they even talk about it at home? They may not, just like me. And I will tell you this, I don't remember one of my catechesis people. What do we call them? Catechists? Teachers? Whatever. Religious education teachers? I don't remember one. Never was I connected in that class. Why? Because I was being taught. I wasn't being shared stories. I didn't have an emotional reaction to anything. And I never took anything outside of that classroom. I never thought about things. Like if I was a teacher, if I was teaching the faith, the first thing I would do is have an open conversation about creation. Like not even follow a lesson plan. Just have everyone just kind of think about all of the things that are out there that, are, that God created. Because I bet you none of those kids have even given it an ounce of thought. Anyway, on this day... Since it's all about teaching and evangelizing, I just want you to do something, right? Make that progress, that progress, that progression, whatever it is. Learn. Remember, you can't give what you don't have. So learn what you have to learn so that you can incorporate it into a relationship with someone, into real experiences. You know what I mean? I know a lot of us want to just like hand someone a book or something and then walk away. And that's okay. Maybe that person might actually read that book. But if anyone did that to me and the word Catholic was on it, I would probably throw it in a drawer, if not the garbage. So we have to remember that they don't know what they don't know. And what they are missing is that love, that peace, that joy that they're continuously looking for in the world. We have to go back to what is in it for me, right? So just do one thing, one thing, one thing, one thing over this next week to increase your knowledge, whether it be the Bible, the catechism, learning stories about Eucharistic miracles. I think we need to have one or two of those in our back pocket so we could talk to someone about them. 
Alrighty, I gotta get rolling here, everyone. So I just wanted to just give you a little pump up and know that, hey, Dr. Taylor Marshall was thinking about it too. Like that's what we've got to be doing. We've got to be out there sharing our faith, sharing stories, sharing emotions, being vulnerable. And if they're not our own stories, then get them from the Bible because there's plenty of stuff out there. All right, let's pray. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord, give us the courage to speak up for our love for you. I don't want to look at you when I'm on my judgment day and say that I was afraid to say how much I love you and how much I love your church and how much I love you in the Eucharist and I didn't want to speak up because of the labels that people might throw my way. I'm done with that, Lord, and I know that everyone listening wants to be done with that too. So we need your detachment. We need you to help us forget about the world. We don't care about what this world thinks of us. We are going to live for the audience of one, and we are going to do the best that we can for the people that we love to bring them to your church and to you in heaven. But we need your grace, Lord. Please help us detach from everybody and only live for you. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Alrighty, everyone. I love you all. Get out there. Make St. Matthew proud today. Evangelize somehow, some way. Take a moment and step out of your comfort zone, please. <laughs> for Jesus. For Jesus. Do it for Jesus. For your love of him. Alrighty, I love you all. Find something more with God, soul, mind, and body, and have a blessed and inspired day.